With Instacart, you can get groceries and more delivered from over 1,000 stores and 75,000 locations. So whether you need a massive haul from a wholesale club, everyday essentials from your go-to supermarket, or specialty items from your favorite local grocer, you can get whatever you need delivered in as fast as an hour. You can even shop for pet supplies, electronics, and sporting goods in just a few clicks. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Action Park Media. That's good, dude. Hey, everybody, welcome to Dom's Den. Uh, our guests in house, right? In the den, in, in the, the flesh. Den. <laughs> Matthew the Negro, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank welcome you. to the home. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the uh, schlep over here, only <laughs> to go back up north. But um, you're from Mount Kisco. Yep. Played lacrosse at Boston College, former bartender, married with two kids, recently moved from LA to Long Island. How did. Why did that happen? How'd that go? So I was uh, working on City on a Hill, um, the show Tom on Showtime. Tom Fontana. Yeah. Showtime. Yeah. And um, we shoot that in Brooklyn. So I was there. I was actually subletting in Manhattan when we first started shooting season two, which was right before the pandemic. The, everything happened. I hightailed it back to L.A. I was out there for like eight or nine months. Then I was back here in the fall. And because of all the, you know, COVID protocols, it was like tested three times a week and L.A. was terrible. So I never went back. I never saw my family for like 82 days straight. So you're part of the exodus. I'm part of the exodus. Yeah. Yeah, Apparently it was the first time in 60 years. It could have been worse. You could have ended up in Texas. Yeah. I know someone who went to Texas and he was like, and I I talked to him. He's in Florida now. I was like, hey, what happened to Texas? He's like, wasn't for me, bro. You you got, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I always wanted to come to Austin, Texas. When when the fuck did you want to go to Austin? I've heard good things about Austin. I've heard good things about Austin. Austin is different than regular. Austin's like Nashville. Come on. People either (laughs) like, I want to live in New York or I want to live in LA. Nobody was talking about Texas three years ago. No, no, no. It's a place to be now. Now it is. Well, a lot of people just want to save their money. Yeah, so I was back. I saw family. I, you know, talked to the Teamsters every time I'm working on a show here. I'm always like, is there stuff shooting? Yeah, I love them. I'm like, is there stuff shooting? And they were like, it's crazy here. And they're building studios and everything. And I was like, huh. It was like a couple of different dime drops. And, and they're on, I mean, as far as the whole COVID thing, they're on it, man. Yeah. I've done um, a few guest star stuff here and there. And they're on it. Yeah. I it mean, was crazy uh, in the beginning when you when we first started. Like, And you have, you have a shield and you have a mask hard. and they do it and I was like oh okay we'll have this everybody's vaccinated but then I I figured once you're you know clear then you go you go on set and it's like normal no and I was watching I went to Video Village and I'm watching them rehearse the scene and they have all the stuff so you rehearse with it oh, so the first time yeah. I went to rehearse I'm like what was that <laughs> you can't hear what anybody's saying here's the and problem with that here's the, here's you can't the, see the lips though it's not even that it, 
I don't know for you, for me, the whole rehearsal is to see what, what the other do. person's doing. First of all, you have to be able to hear them, but it's important to see the person's face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're feeding it kinda, that. It, it kind of, you need to see what reactions the other person's having in order for you to be able to do that little dance what you're going to do in that scene. Yeah. You know, and doing that rehearsal, yes, it's great. It's great for the camera to see where you're sitting and everything because half the time it's for them anyway. Right. But it's difficult. I, I remember doing a couple of rehearsals and I'm like, this, this is crazy. Yeah, then they kind of, they went from having all that stuff on to okay so now that we're rehearsing you could take everything off because everybody that's 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 there it's cleared it's cleared mm-hmm. so now you're rehearsing the right way but if you if if you if you're done with the scene and you're sitting in your chair and you're waiting for a setup you're wearing you're everything oh. yeah so how's it now that's the way it is it's now. now still that's the way when i did i did an episode of mrs Maisel. You're wearing the whole thing until they call action. Are they? Really, I don't you, really. You take it off. I don't really get that because you're, you're gonna. Be, I mean, it's all protocol. Yeah, it's I don't really protocol. get that. Like you're you're there just because everybody. If everybody is is cleared and you're gonna have the masks off in five minutes, what's the difference? Why what's not have point? it off now? I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I I get all of this stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, I'm, I'm for all of it, but that part, it's like. It just seems arbitrary to me. Like, yeah. why is it, it okay little, five minutes from now? Tedious. Like, let's yeah. say you're, in, you're let's say you're in a love scene and you're you're doing the rehearsal with the mask on, I and then all, of sudden, of then all of a sudden you're making, <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden you're making love, out with somebody. Guy. It's a yeah. love scene. <laughs> I don't get a lot of love scenes. Maybe I'll break into the house while they're making, they're having the love scenes. I'm that guy. You'll get shot and killed. <laughs> As they're making love. No, yeah. we're, you were. Hold on, you yeah, were, we're the, No, bullshit. No, we don't need you until you were, uh, we're, we're no, looking no, at the door. Need to see where you're no, going to no. fall. You were the love interest. The camera's in, uh, not looking that way right now. Yeah, yes. No, got about 15 minutes. You were the love interest in uh, Mrs. Fletcher. Yeah. There you well, go. Different. It's different, a, it's different. It's like if you want that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, it's happened. It's a rarity. <laughs> no big deal. Um, what? Okay. My, yeah. My question first is like, you know, when you got out of college and then, uh, you know, after playing sports and doing all that stuff, how'd you get into acting and what drew you there? Uh, during college, actually, um, it was it was I took a trip to Italy yeah. between sophomore and junior year and um, break up with a girlfriend. Journal. Awesome. It's always always <laughs> starts with a girl. Journal. <laughs> you know, soul searching. <laughs> Good job. All right, there you go. You can only find yourself after breaking up with a girl. It's true. true. It's so true. Then and then I, I Is so this I a can... CBS kind of journal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got to write my thing today. Or did you go out and get like a nice leather journal? My sister gave bound. me a journal before I okay. went, cool. and you, I still have the journal. And if you look at the first couple of entries, they were like, you know. Today I went to the piazza, <laughs> and then the breakup happened. I was like, I'm miserable. Was like, you know, and then I was like, Second you know. day, two espresso, no toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and where's the fucking air conditioning? In <laughs> so yeah, so then I I ended up uh, junior year. I stopped playing lacrosse. I did a play at BC, and I was like, "This is what I'm gonna do." That was yeah, it. shout out to Boston College. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have Go any Eagles. like. As a kid, you didn't want to be an actor? No. I mean, I didn't... It, like, it, it seemed like it Probably was completely... Better off that a, way. Out of the blue. But I look back at it now, it's... In retrospect, it makes more sense. Like, there, like... Like I played a little piano, like a, like a, sing a little bit. But I was... But I never... No, I never thought of it. I mean, I loved going to movies, but... You know, it wasn't like I was... I wasn't... I had to catch up. When I became an actor, I felt like like I was brought up in all the movies of the eighties, like the spiel, you know, like Indiana Jones, all that. Star became Wars. an actor, I had to go back and watch all the Star Wars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back. I had to go back to all the seventies movies. Like I, like I, you know, it was like I had a whole education to have. Like I, you know, I, no, I wasn't thinking about it at all. It was, it was like completely out of the blue. And and then once I did it, I was like, "This is it." Yeah. And 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 how did the Sopranos come about? Because oh, uh, yeah. I have a few I have yeah. a few questions. Oh, that was um, you know, there's the short version. There's the short version is there was an audition. The long version was I did a movie called The North End, like that I got at a backstage, like way, you know, and like the, it was the first thing that I got was. Backstage, that's crazy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I did, like I had done so many like black box theater, like, you know, they don't pay you all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I got this thing called the North End at a backstage. It was non-union at the time, but Frank Ciotta, the director, had worked as a PA on Casino. So he got the script to Frank Vincent. Frank Vincent signed on. I ended up getting like the lead of this thing. Um, Frank Vincent signed on. It became Union. He got Tony Darrow involved and Nick Puccio, these his buddies. They came up. We did it in Boston on location. Um, they it went great. Went to Montreal Film Festival. It was like the first thing that I did yeah. that anybody was going to yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. see. And um, they had another movie about uh, an American who goes to Italy and he's a quarterback on the football team and, you know, falls in love with this girl in Italy. And they're like, you're you're going to be the lead. I was like, great. I like got bus tickets up to Boston for readings of it. I was like, all right, I'm going to do this movie. This is great. Then they got Georgianne (laughs) Walken involved to cast it. And when she got involved, she was like, he's not right for the role. And I was like, what? And they're like, Georgian doesn't Whoa. think you're right. Whoa. I was like, wait, but you, you told me this is my role. <laughs> and there was another guy that she put in, and, and I ended up not getting it. So for like four years, I was like, fuck, Georgian walking. Like, I, 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 I was like, she just To the point where you didn't even watch Christopher Walken movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so that's his wife, and then she, and then, uh, and then Sopranos came about. I went in for Sopranos for smaller roles, like with Sheila know, Jaffe, with Sheila Jaffe, and um, and George, and George Ann. Ann. I think they were, yeah, they're both doing it at that and, time. Yeah. And then, and Back I went again. in for like small stuff, and I never got. It. I would go, back, I'd go to producers, wouldn't get it. And then my role uh, that I ended up getting, Brian Camarada came around and. I remember reading it and thinking like, huh, I got a handle on, I, I feel like I got a handle on this. I went into George Ann and to her credit, she thought I was right for that. 
And she was like, okay, you know, we're going to do this, this, this. I'm going to send you producers. And she kind of championed me for the role. I went in for them. Um, I was told I was the front runner. And then like, it was like, wait for a couple of days. And then they called <laughs> me. They're like, before. there's good news and there's bad. The good news is you're the front runner. The bad news, they want to see a couple other people and they want to see you again. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. And I was like, you know, this is the Sopranos and, and like, I hadn't done anything real. I'd done plays and like, you know, this movie, that's it. And little student films. So I'm like, oh, they're going to like, you know, I'm going to get screwed somehow. I go back to Silver Cup and I'm sitting there waiting and I see like on the sign in sheet, it's got like, there's like two guys and they're from like CAA and ICM. And I was with a small agency at the time. And um, I'm just like, ah, oh, they're bringing these guys in. They're just like bringing me in to have someone against and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, sitting there, like, waiting to go in. I'm like, this, and I'm like, and this guy comes by and goes like this. He's like, relax, kid. And I look up, and it's David Chase. And he Whoa. walks into the room, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> holy shit. Like, you fucking relax, David. <laughs> I'm not relaxed. Yeah. Uh, so I went in, and uh, I went in the room and did my thing, felt okay, came out, went back to the city. Like I was in the city and George Ann, like I had gone in and got a sandwich in a deli and had no cell service. I think my cell phone was like this big at the time. <laughs> the block. <laughs> I came out and I had a message and she was like, it was like a voicemail. And she's like, Matt, it's George Ann. She's like, I just want to tell you. And I was like, fuck. She's like, you got the part, kiddo. Oh, I was oh like, shit. holy shit. That was your shit. pursuit was, of happiness moment. It was, it was, was, was like, was, 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 was it a recurring <laughs> at that time? Yeah, I knew it was going to be, like, from the audition sides, I knew I was going to be in at least four episodes. Okay. And that didn't seem like that was it. So I was like, okay, it's going to be, you know, a substantial role. So for me, that was probably, like I've said this, I don't think I'll ever have a get like that again in my life that I'll that I will be as excited or or think because I was naive I was like you know I just I, I'm just older now I kind of like I've seen behind the curtain and I'm like cool cool I got the job <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm excited but I'm kind of like all right good yeah, you got a job jaded. we'll see what you're happens with so it. your yeah. first day at work I'm assuming you, you it was your first day with uh James yeah I mean that was a cool thing like everything was at, with him or Edie and uh, first day of work was Pio Mai, which was not my first episode, but they were shooting out of sequence. So it was at the the aqueduct racetrack. Yeah. Right. And I was um, it was like in it was like in February. So that's when you guys all go watch the, uh, the race. Yeah. The race. Yeah. So I yeah. go. So I'm sitting in like a, Joey and, Pants and I, is there I, too, right? Joey Pants yeah, is yeah. in it. Yeah. Uh, Michael was in it, I think. Yeah. Um, and, but I'm like, I, I mean, I'm so green, you know, I've been acting for a while, but I hadn't really had. Well, yeah, like, there was some heavyweight. Yeah, there was some what veterans. Season was that? Yeah, it was season four. Oh, so they were established. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah, I get there and I'm like, I'm like literally sitting in like the four banger out in the parking lot and it's freezing cold. And I call my wife, who's not an actor and she's, you know, doesn't know this business at all. And well, she's tell like, him it it's cold. You want to go home? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, how's it going? I'm like, good. I'm like, I'm like, I'm out in the uh, trailer. I'm like, it's basically like a glorified porta potty. I'm like, it's, you know, it's she's like, she's like, 
why don't you go in? I'm like, it's free. Was it a honey wagon? <laughs> it was like, were you in the honey wagon? <laughs> it was like, it was like you know, the four bangers. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, where yeah, it's like a four bang. Oh, yeah. There's like a toilet. There's like a little sink, and then there's like a yeah. like a sliver. Well, then, of there's a, a honey wagon too, guys, yeah. which is worse. Which is just a closet, right? <laughs> which I don't think any actor should be in there. Yeah. Regardless, they should do away with that. Yeah, this was but. this was definitely like it was like one uh, step you know. above honey wagon. What's that? One step yeah. above the one honey step wagon. above honey wagon. <laughs> I don't even know if it was. So she's like, "Why don't you go in?" Which was the best advice ever. That's so what I, I go done. in, and Gandolfini is is like rehearsing a scene with the guy who plays Ginsburg, his CPA. So he's like doing a walk and talk, and there's a bunch of people. And I swear to God, I got up there, and when I saw him, you know, in the flesh right here, and all these people, I was just like, boom, 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 oh, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Wow. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. You know, it was like, it was like, <laughs> it was the greatest thing, because then they, they rehearsed that, they shot that, and by the time they got around to our scene, I was totally... Tom, I was like, okay, you know, kind of like talking to What was up. the first scene with First it? scene was just, we were like, it wasn't much of a scene. It was like, we're watching the race, we're cheering for okay. the, the horse. And so it's so not, it wasn't like it was like a, it was actually perfect. It's an easy you know, break. There's, a, there's, there's no dialogue. Easy break. No, there the di- dialogue, his dialogue, his big dialogue scene, I, I think, and it might be that episode, was when you're in the living room, right? Yeah. So that was, so I, I think. I might be wrong about this. I feel like we shot Pio Mai might have been the fifth episode, and and right. fourth episode was my first. Right, which was which was yeah the, that was the, the audition room. scene, but that was the audition yeah. scene where you're so, sell, where you're selling yeah. the idea. Yeah. yeah, which is what I had to do for the audition. That was like the big thing. It was all the the financial big jargon big and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was so, like three four page scene, right? It was big scene. So, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and that was. Um, so yeah, that you know that scene was just weird. Being all of a sudden you're like in their living room, and you've been watching. It, it was just so surreal. The whole thing. That's was, one guy. I wish I he I was would, awesome. I would have worked with. You know what? He he was he was so cool to work with because he wasn't like um, yeah. I worked with him and Jimmy Smits, and they had wow. for for different reasons. My relationship to them as a character was kind of similar, where I was like you know, under them, like kind of looking up to them. And both of those guys took the work really seriously. They were really good guys just as as humans, but they were not like doing it in a way that was like to try to look like they were good guys. They actually just were, you know what I mean? They were just like, they weren't like bullshit kind of, you know, like, making it look good in front of people but they were really like they they were you know he i felt like i learned a ton from him i he was cool to the crew he was like great friends with the crew it was just like a good example very generous very generous very yeah generous. When, he, when he renegotiated you know yeah, i mean i gave them money and do you find that like most like established like big actors help out the little guys or i, I feel like my my experience, I don't know what, what yours is like, you know, you it's like anything else. Like you meet you meet cool people, you meet douchebags in any field. That's true, you know, yeah. and like I feel like I've been lucky, I've been lucky to work with a lot of really cool people that were you know, super talented, but then also good people and then you kinda of learn from that. But you just like learn how to like you know, I was so I wasn't that young, but I was so inexperienced that it was like, 
just watching them operate on a set, like how they treat everybody is a great example. Like there's the acting and, it and varies. there's also just the, you know. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you know, it, it depends. Everybody has their own process. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are very, uh, they seem standoffish. But, but it's just, not, yeah, I, you know, who knows how they are when you go out and you have a beer with them. It's just or, part of the process. Or, yeah. Everyone has a different work process. Yeah. Well, I'll give you, you know? this. Yeah. I don't know. You could decide later if you keep it in the show. I don't know. If it, but <laughs> the first thing, the first thing Gandolfini said to me, I came up, we're, we're rehearsing the scene and he just turns to me, the, the pie on my scene, and he goes, <laughs> he's like, a bunch of fucking monkeys, kid. And I was like, what? He's like, well, a bunch of fucking monkeys. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, this show's been going downhill since season two. No, When not. Nancy died. That's what he said. Uh, we probably shouldn't keep it. Wow. He's like, you missed the boat, kid. I was like, what? He's like, the show's been going oh, downhill since amazing. Nancy died. That's amazing. That's wow. great. You're keeping that. Yeah. That's good. Uh, David Chase no. is never going to hire me again That's anyway. So. The show's yeah. going down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since so, season two. Yeah. So that was that was the big break, uh, Sopranos. That was the big break that was like, you know, before Sopranos, when people would ask you, like, so what do you do? It was like a monologue to get to the point. Like the punchline was I'm an actor, but it was like, well, I'm bartending over at uh, Turtle Bay right. and then Blackfin and I work at California Peach Kitchen. I'm taking classes and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be an actor. And then after <laughs> yeah. Sopranos, people are like, dude, yeah. you're Tony's boy. Yeah. You know, and it was like, holy shit. It was like, I didn't have to say I was an actor. Yeah, you're yeah. the same way, Dom, with the, when All the side we jobs. had that question asked to you about yeah. when did you decide that you were an actor? What was the moment you could? Well, I get, like, I get, you're an actor, right? What, 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 what you been in? And you feel like, well, so well, yeah. I, like, I got to run everything hold down on, now. <laughs> so someone just asked me that the other day. They're, they're like, is that, oh no, actually my, my son, somebody came up to me the other day and said something and it was specific. It was about City on a Hill and they, we were at like a random carnival in, in Connecticut. And this guy came over and said something. And he was really nice and he was really specific. And we walked away and my son goes, is that annoying for you? I said, no, I love it. If a guy, if, if, if it's a you know, nice person and they specifically know who I am yeah. and actually saw me and they know, and, yeah, or you cool. know, they have yeah. a, something very specific to say, the worst is when they're like, you're, what do I know you from? And then you're like listing your resume and they're like, nope. Nope, not that. No, that's not you. You know what? I got, yeah. I, I, and then you know, like, I got to buy fucking compound, yeah. man. You get the fuck out of here. And you, that's, you that's you. That's you in Home Depot. Home Depot all the time. You walk man. away feeling like shit. You're like, said your whole, re you're like defending your resume. And like, they don't know any of it anyway. They're like, no. That's, no, what, that's, that's what my girlfriend says. She goes, you should be a Home Depot model. Yes. <laughs> Well, this is this is great. This is great because this is great because we we we've had a bunch of interviews and you know people talk about his credits and what he's been in, and we've had this conversation several times. Where he, he was only in like three episodes of Entourage, 
And what we were doing, we were That's go- so weird. But we were Imagine golfing. Twice it's amazing. Once. People think you're in, in the whole show. Yeah. But yeah. We, were in, we were golfing uh, like two weeks ago, and uh, we drive by, and these, these two, he gets out to look for his ball, and these two guys drive by, and right away they're like, dude, it's a fucking guy from Entourage. <laughs> and I'm like, how about the wife? By the way, I thought that was my Callaway. It was a fucking torn up ball. I think it was a Srix on Yeah. By the, <laughs> by the way, they stayed in. They stayed in. Wait, is that true that you you were only in three episodes of Entourage? Yeah, that's it. It's nuts. That is a testament crazy. to your act. Because I, I thought I would have thought and you we had were way uh, more. And Doug than Allen could prove we had him on the uh, show. Great. It was it was it was great. It was. Um, I would have thought you. That's crazy. I know. That's nuts. actually crazy. Yeah. yeah. People are crazy. Uh, but yeah, you. <laughs> Now I was you get in, what I'm saying. Well, the funny thing is, I was it. in I oh, was in a bar. Uh, yeah, yeah. I right. was in a bar with Matt in uh, in L.A. Shout out to the townhouse, Venice. We're uh, we're there late night, and this one guy comes from across the room, and he's like, "I fucking know you." Yeah, you know, and he's That's like, and, and he, but no, but he goes, he goes, "Dude, you're in Scandal. It's fantastic. I love you." And he started mentioning scenes. He was in. He was like, "All right," and we ended up hanging out with this guy for like you know two yeah. three hours. Yeah. It was great. See, but now, he knew it. That's something I, else. Can I ask so you? So now, if he yeah, got the Sopranos, oh, okay. He gets scandal. Somebody cut, it, it, so what you're feeling is, oh, okay, people are seeing a lot of other different things. that rec- You know, it, it's not so much that you want to be recognized, but you want people to, to maybe point out something completely different than about, what you normally get. How about, not how about them pointing out the, the work that you've done? Versus take just it going easy, up Rob Well, that's what that's what the um, yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy. Reminds me of Rod Sterling in a world <laughs> in a new dimension. <laughs> Why hasn't there been a movie about Rod Sterling? There oh well, there's a Twilight Zone movie. No, which was a movie man. about him. He was. Uh, they should be. They should be. Yeah. And Justin Theroux should play him. Justin Thoreau is fucking terrific. He's that, a great that, guy. Remember you, did you watch The Leftovers? Yeah. That was great. I did Miami Vice first. with him. Can't believe they canceled that. Before oh, yeah. we get to the twi- I have one That's more Tom Parada. That's the guy who did Mrs. Mrs. Fletcher. Oh, dude. Amazing. Leftovers. Yeah. Anyway. Is it more annoying people just staring at you, trying to figure out who you are? None of it's annoying. <laughs> no, no. I'm yeah, not saying a, it's annoying. A, but if I'm eating dinner and there's a group of people going like this. No. Yeah, but you hate people. Nine out of ten people. <laughs> Man, but I hate nine people. out of ten times, nine that? out of ten times, the person coming up to you is a really nice person. Yeah, see, this is why. I- and they they great. We're talking about that one person who comes up to you and tries to talk to you like they know you for twenty years, and they want you to list your resume. Yeah, that happens every now and then. For the yeah. most part, everybody's always pretty cool yeah. with me. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Same, yeah. It, just, if it if it's something like like huge in France for whatever, because that role was dude. so specific, people will come up and say Jason Allen Ross. Very Jason Allen Ross. <laughs> but people like that's nice because then I'm like like and they'll say specific things and I'm like that's cool. That's really about the work and that's that's awesome to hear. The uh, the flip side, like I was in New Orleans and I was doing this. Um, I was like doing reshoots on this movie. And I went back. So I was now by myself. But when we were shooting the movie, it was like, you know, a couple of guys. We would go everywhere together. So we found this one place down in like the French Quarter and we'd get this great omelet, whatever. So now I'm by myself and I go back 
and and I love the place and everybody that works there. It's kind of small, and I'm like sitting there, you know, whatever. I'm eating, and somebody came over that actually did know me from something, and that was really nice. But then everybody that was around that saw that was looking over, but they didn't know who I was, but they knew that somebody did. So, so then they're looking, so I started sweating. <laughs> <laughs> sweating bullets, because I was like sitting there eating and I felt like I was like in a fishbowl. And I'm just sweating and I'm trying to look nonchalant. And I'm like sweating through my shirt so bad the, the woman came over and she was like, Oh baby, you gotta get. You. She's like, you okay? And I was like, no, no, no I'm good, I'm good. I'm like, if I get spice. a napkin, I'm like, I'm like drenched with sweat. You got a towel? <laughs> but quick, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, quick, quick shout out for uh, for huge in France. Like me and Aaron, we we were friends with Matt and Deirdre, and you know we'd know each other for a long time. And he'd always pop up in a show, and we'd be like, right. oh look, it's Matt, you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. When he told me he was a man who's in France, I was like, "Oh, there's a new show on Netflix." I was like, "Let's give it a, you know, let's watch." It's based on the uh, the French Jerry Seinfeld, this guy uh, Gal Gad Emily. Gad Emily, and he's like, you know, the Seinfeld of France. But anyway, we watched that show, and it was normally I'll notice my friends and stuff, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. He's in there, whatever." We he wasn't even Matt to us in that show. We watched that show. That was it was fucking amazing. It was such a good show and I have no idea what politics go on. Some I don't know. Some, I mean. but cuz sh- I could not believe Thank the way the show network ended too. That. It was the show, Netflix. It was on Netflix. It was Netflix. The show ended with the best the best episode was the last episode and it ended with him on the floor of a bathroom like half dying half so coming back to life with a cliffhanger with a cliffhanger, cliffhanger yeah. and they didn't fucking renew it yeah. it's unbelievable and it, you can still watch I, some, it on Netflix it's like something something weird something happened, weird happened thank you for saying that but that was one of those ones you will know this when the material is just so good yeah. that you you're like it's on you're the like, page I'm so lucky yeah. that I get to play this role like that that role oh, if so you ever good. see it it's like you it's it's so funny and it's also but it, it was just so well written and the guys that wrote it they it's two guys wrote all eight episodes and directed all eight episodes more of that happening though. oh dude it was so yeah. much fun it was yeah. a comedy yeah. Yeah. it was a comedy but I I, like, dude, I probably had to cry in that more than any try, other I'm check it dude. out yeah, it was uh, it was it was wow. so good these guys are so talented and and it, it was like a joy to go to work. It was, it was just yeah. awesome, yeah. you know. Um, another com- ten thousand knows. Yeah, this is common ground for you guys as well because Matt oh, yeah. has had. I a gotta podcast. have you on. Uh, Matt's 10, had a podcast for years called yeah. Ten Thousand. I would love knows. to do it. Mine's and, not as you know. mine's not as fancy. So this feels like fair. the real thing. I gotta get we some, need a couch. I gotta get two dudes the, in the corner. I'm like with, me in a laptop. I have like and we're taking like donations. A, my podcast is a styrofoam <laughs> cup with a string. It's him in a laptop in the honey wagon. Yeah, <laughs> the two dudes are available anytime. <laughs> hold on, hold on. My neighbor, my neighbor. Yesterday he comes up, a great guy, Tony Banano, and uh, he comes up to me. He goes, he goes, you didn't need a couch, did you? Tony next door. <laughs> he goes. He gave up the couch. No, he knows somebody that was selling the new new couches. They were the, getting rid. They're going to Florida. I don't know where they're going. I'm like, yeah, I need the couches. First of all, Apollo freaking chewed the couch upstairs, so we're due for a couch upstairs. He's got a real dog problem. Anyway, we're taking donations. <laughs> I like and, uh, I like this chair. This this I originally I, I bought that chair for here, and it didn't work, and it was too low. And uh, I think so, we get a recliner. So, so a common guest you both we both had on the show, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Oh, yeah. you had Henry Winkler. Ah, oh, 
the nicest of, guy in I Hollywood. I think Henry Winkler's officially yeah. a saint. Yeah. 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 I'm sending him some sauce. Actually, full circle to Huge in France. That's how I met him. He was at the he was at the premiere of Huge in France. We did like uh we showed the first two episodes. And when my wife and I walked in, I had been watching Barry and oh, I go so and I good. go, I go, there's Henry Winkler. I'm like, I gotta I, and I never really go up to people. I go, yeah. I gotta, I gotta go. Gush, I, I gotta talk to him. And, and he's he, the Fonz. He's the Fonz. Yeah, he's the Fonz. Let's be honest. He's the and fucking he was, Fonz. He was Not with Barry. Ma- Max. He's the Fonz. He's the Fonz for Christ's sake. He was with Max, who I he's met. Fonz, yeah. yeah. But he got his Emmy. No. He got his Emmy. Ralph Mouth used to kill me. I used to love what. Oh, yeah. Ralph. He's yeah. Fonz. Yeah. yeah. You call me Patsy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 but oh uh, the funny so, thing is, so you knew you met him there. Wait, did you go in for the Winklers? So, I, yeah. Oh, so, so tell me the story. Tell so the story. I went in for I didn't the even, first like, wave. So, so I go in for Phil and Max Winkler. I go Phil Rosenthal. Was Jake Johnson there? It was no. It was, it was Phil Rosenthal and Max, Max Winkler. Okay, no Jake. No. Okay. So is that first or second round? I don't know. I went in. Uh, I think filled. I was close to when you. Here's what happened. I go in thinking I have an audition because I don't ever have like <clears throat> meetings. <laughs> okay. I'll, and I, I'll give you my story. All right. Go I ahead. go in. I meet Phil and I just know that he's the Everybody Loves Raymond guy. And I'm like, I, I love Everybody Loves Raymond. And, and I go in. I walk, I walk in and we just start talking. He's the greatest guy in the world. Phil. I've never seen. We him had since. Phil on. Phil was our first guest. He, he's the great. It was so great. We just sit there and talk. We talk for a while. A while. I leave. I don't even think I ever read. Maybe I read. Maybe they're like, "Oh, do you want to read?" I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll read. I read. I feel good about it. They're really nice." I walk out, and it's to the point where I call my Who's manager. Who's in the waiting room? No, no, there was like nobody. Were you the me. first one or the last one? I don't know. It was like what I didn't see. What time of day was it? He was it was during one. the day. It was like I don't know. It was like what were the coordinates? It was like was it it was eleven out? o'clock. It was like eleven. <laughs> I don't know. Eleven o'clock in the morning. Twelve o'clock. Latitude, man. Latitude. It was like twenty years. It was at Fox. It was at Fox. Uh, yeah, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I walk out, and it's to the point where it went so well that I called my manager, and I'm like. Are they just offering this to me? Like, like it didn't even seem like they were going to test me. It seemed like they were the greatest people in the world, and they really liked me. And I and I was like, I've never experienced this before or since, where it was like the nicest people. It was it was like reading the thing was like a formality. It was a nice room, and they were like, yeah. they really liked you. And then I heard very soon after that you got it. And when I heard you got it, I was like, no joke. I was like. Great fucking actor. And I'm like, he's more right for the role. Mm. I'm like, I could do it, but he's more right for the role. Now, do you want to hear my story? Yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I appreciate the comment. Now you want to hear my story. Thank you. Thank you much. Um, no, I'm serious. That was my reaction. Usually I'd be like, fuck that motherfucker. But I really like your acting. So I was like, that, yeah, that, that's good. how I feel about Bobby Cannavale sometimes. Like, oh, okay. They went with the fucking good looking one. All right. Baby on and Blue Jasmine. All right. Um, so this is what I've come to learn because I'm, I'm really good friends with Phil. Phil, we had Phil here um, 
twice actually because we, uh, we we missed him the first time. Dom Dom may or may not have burned his guest house down. Yeah, that's still uh, Phil, that's, Phil's guest house. Oh yeah, yeah. He did, he did. There's no evidence of that. Um, <laughs> just you jumping right there. The, just you jumping so, through the wall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm in I'm in L.A. I'm filming uh, the Gambler. Get a script, an audition. I get the script, and then I get the email with the the appointment sheet. And I think it's a joke. I think my agent and manager, uh, uh, it's a joke. Because it's a sitcom. Because it's a fucking sitcom and it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. And I don't do that. Oh, uh, you, you, you should definitely right? be in a right? comedy. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You're always getting sent the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Uh, the bad guy, the yeah. heavy. I, pl- I always play the heavy. Yeah. Right? What's this? Are you, is you serious? They're like, yeah, they, they, they really want to see you. Like, okay. Now, if you remember... The material, it was like 15, 16 pages. It was yeah, basically it was a, all the... All yeah, the, all, the handyman who the like whole, lives in the but house. But it was the whole... Yeah, it was like the whole thing. The whole yeah. thing. That was yeah. the audition. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let, let me let me look at this stuff. And, and I... Everybody Loves Raymond was... I loved that show. Yeah. I, so I know who Phil was. Yeah. And... and uh, but I didn't know Max. I didn't know Jake Johnson... And Jake happened to be in the room. I knew, I knew Jake is acting, but I, I, you know, I didn't. He was producing this thing. He was partners with Max at the time. They might still be. Um, and uh, so I'm preparing for this thing. I'm like, okay. I go, I go it, I get to the floor, and uh, I'm like, what, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> I, I look like I, I'm the help. In this room, I look like I should be sweeping the floor. It was all like really good looking. By the way, that's the that's role. The, that's that's the fucking say, role. That's the role. Though. Right. He's the fucking but handyman. This is way. network. Yeah, so yeah. No. Oh, I got you a great story about look, this. You could oh, be a great looking guy. <laughs> and, you know, they, th- they throw you in a flannel shirt and you're, 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 you're a construction worker. Now yeah. you're a schmuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Now you throw up drywall. Um, so I'm like, and I'm not going to mention the actors that are there, but I'm like, oh. I, 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 I think I was next and I literally left. I left. I went outside. I'm like, let them fucking go. Did you think you bombed it or something? I didn't, no, you didn't, didn't go yet. Oh, didn't I didn't go, go yet. Okay, okay. I walked into the okay. thing. You sign, you sign in and you wait and... Everybody's fucking mumbling. Now you're just trying to figure out. That's what happens. You're there. Everyone's mumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Their lines, or they're on their cell phone, or whatever they're doing. Or they're telling everybody, "Yeah, just test it for." uh." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. And I want no part of that. Yeah. I want no part of that (laughs) when I when I go to another. I I want no part of it. So I walk out, and I start doing some push-ups. On the street? No. That would be hard. Because I, w- I started getting very nervous. I started getting very nervous. And I said, you know, let, let me let me get back to a place. So I'm trying I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure things out. You know, I wasn't worried about the material. I wasn't worried about any of that. I was worried about walking into that room and 
somewhat feeling kind of confident, but and but not showing them how nervous I was. Because mm-hmm. this yeah. this was a big deal. This is a sitcom. <clears throat> this was Network. heavy hitters involved. Yes. Time out for a second. You were fucking regular on the wire, like the greatest show in television. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is how people don't realize. <laughs> This is How dumb, fucked though. up the actor's psyche this is. is. Like, the fact part. that you're nervous for this is crazy, but I get it because I've been there. I still get but go nervous. On. I yeah, still yeah, get I know, no, I know. But I just, just want to interject yeah. for the audience, for you guys out there. Because yeah, you're a fucking great actor uh, on the greatest show in history. Like, and yeah. It's like crazy. People think like actors are like, you know, yeah, yeah. narcissists and yeah, they yeah. just have yeah. all this confidence. So go on, sorry. So you're doing push-ups. So I see one of the actors come out hey man what's up hey yeah what's up you know like the whole la thing what's up? And, yeah what's up, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up bro? like yeah yeah okay nice skelly, bro. and uh <laughs> and then i go i walk in so there's nobody there. there's nobody left nobody left i made all these people go in front of i must have been right after you because nobody was there when i they, they you must have like cleared five, the room eight cigarettes outside there's probably like cer- like cigarette butts, Circle of butts around your push-up square. And uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, can't run. It's called balance. Okay? It's called balance. That's great. So I walk in, and you hit the nail right on the head, Matt. It was a welcoming room, warm, so nice, and they're talking about all these. They're talking about Boardwalk Empire. They're talking about all these serious roles that I did. I'm like, fuck, I gotta be funny. I gotta be funny like in five minutes. I gotta like try to make these people laugh. <laughs> so I finally start going and um and then uh Phil goes, Okay, he stopped me like halfway point and just starts asking me these these questions and and he's like, I saw, you know, I seen one. But Max and Jake wanted me to do the other scene. So then I had to do the other fucking eight pages. Wow. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I wind up doing it and um, I wind up getting it. And then the whole other hurdle for me was the testing process. Yeah. The network. Because all those other shows I did before that, I never tested. Yeah. I never tested for network. I never tested yeah. for the studio it kind of always kind of happened a certain way for me and i was very nervous about that but um henry and and uh i don't know if henry henry didn't i didn't know henry but phil man phil was so so supportive yeah so supportive. He got me through all that. I, I wouldn't have been able to get through it without Phil, man. If so, you if you guys have not seen the movie The TV Set. No. Oh. You seen it? Yes. Duchovny? Yeah. Jake Kazdan, I think, made it. Yeah. It's so... It, it's, it's it's what it, it is. It's exactly what it is. It's a whole process a true, of getting a show a made. interpretation. And, of, and it's just like you... La- as an actor, you laugh and you cry... Cause you're like, it's so funny oh, and it's so. What was so the best pathetic. part? The guy, the kid gets the pilot and he goes and buys a new car. Remember that? Oh no! Yeah, I just got it, man. I just got yeah. it. You so, know the show didn't get picked up. What's yeah. the test? <laughs> so, for those not in acting, what's the testing phase? Do they test it on audio? Oh, testing is okay. Uh, groups, focus groups. I. There's all different ways that it you're goes our down, choice. Mm-hmm. Like 
me and Matt were producing a show, mm-hmm. and we auditioned five, ten people for the role, but we chose you. Mm-hmm. But now the studio and the network, well, sometimes both, right? I mean, uh, you go studio, both, yeah. and then if you get past that, you go to the network. Uh, and that's- so now they want to see you, but what happens is they bring in three people, maybe three various different types. Like different demographics? Everything. Just, you know, person who came in and, and kind of showed, uh, uh, you know, some some sort of interest um, that, you know, they showed some kind of, oh, they that was great. And basically, you're just singing, dancing for your food one more time. For and these, then you do it one more time. For these three, four people. <clears throat> and when no, it's like, sometimes I, yeah, 10 people. No, 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 it's yeah. like in you go into like a, I mean, it's, it varies in different places. I've done them where they're on the set. I actually like that. Like you go and you do hair and makeup and you actually shoot it on some other show's set. To I me, like, that, yeah, that's like, actually better because it's like you're going to work. You're not the other one, the worst, the worst one is, I think what you're talking about, you go to the studio and then you go to the network and you go into like a, it's like a conference room with like stadium seating and there's people in suits sitting like, and they're like, you know, they're on their phone like this. No, the room, the room, the room wasn't no bigger than this. And then you walk in. Oh, I've done them. Yeah, you do them sometimes. It was, it was there, very, yeah, they were sometimes right there. it's like around like a like a a long table, and everybody's there at at seats, and it's bizarre. Yeah. And then sometimes you're in a room bigger than this, but it's like stadium seating, and they're in you know like movie theater seats, and they're they're exactly. literally in suits, think, and, and they're literally is... like they're texting, and then you come in, they're like, uh, and this is Matt Del Negro, hey. And you're like, oh, you're like, hey, doing? Right. They're like, so how you feeling? I think they, yeah. you see it in the. There was an episode of Entourage. Yeah, where they yeah. kind of showed something like that. Yeah, it's and, it's yeah, it's it's, it's rough. Odd. It's rough because then you're like doing it like it's a play, but like it's everyone it's not needs a play. to weigh in. Mm-hmm. You know, this it's, is network television. A lot of money is involved. Yeah, but these twenty people yeah. that are weighing in could yeah. be completely wrong. They all have different. Agendas. Well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah, that's why you know it's that's better. up for the There's three hundred fifty you know? million people yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. Ten but, people aren't going to decide if. It well, then you do good. a pilot. You shoot the pilot, yeah. and then they put it in front of what? Again, no, you're right. Again, then they put more it, focus yeah. groups, more shit like that. Yeah. Then they put it uh, a yeah. test audience. Yeah. Crazy. And then people are watching it, turning knobs. I like that. I don't like that. <laughs> then they go reshoot scenes because and of I'm that. telling you. And as an the, actor. You, you get a score. Um, how many people thought you were funny? How many people that didn't like fuck, you? That would fucking try It's like a rectal. But that's what it is. I know that's they, what it they is. Cro- they, it's their way of, of crossing their T's and yeah, dotting their ch- eyes yeah, and, and, and in order to push forward. No. So as an actor, and, you don't get paid until you get the role. No, and you sign for seven years. You sign, and you know what you're going to make per episode. Remember, like what I did with the other. Remember, you remember that job? Yeah, remember that job a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Okay. So the that's the other thing. So I did something, and I got I got this. By the way, I never like you know I did this one thing, and I got it. I went in, I tested, and I ended up getting it, and. I told my brother, I'm like, yeah, you know, went well. And he's not in this business at all. He's like in finance. And I'm like, they went great. I think they like me, but really they can, they can replace me. And he's like, I thought you signed a contract. And I'm like, it did. He's like, how long is the contract? I'm like seven years. He's like, 
but they can fire you and replace yeah. you. I was like, yeah, yep. They can like, replace you after. I was like, that's uh, what it is. It's like an NFL after, contract. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a one-way yeah. free kind of thing. Now, based on this whole topic right here, just before we get to the hot seat, just one really quick because you guys are both actors and you've been through so much of the same shit. Can you tell us, Matt, a little bit about your podcast, 10,000 No's, and how you, you, know, you got a subsequential book deal off it, but... Just for people who don't know that show, tell us yeah. a little bit about 10,000 okay. Nose. Um, yeah, so 10,000 Nose is, it, it, it came about when I was work. you know, all the stuff we're talking about right now. I was working on Scandal. I was, um, I had done, I had done a bunch of episodes at that point, And I was, I was doing a movie in Utah and I got a call and they said, um, hey, so they want to use you for the next app. I was just recurring though. I wasn't a, a contract role. So <clears throat> they're like, they want, you know, Shonda wants to use you next season. They're going to start here to here. There's going to be 16 episodes. They're going to go from this time and then they're going to break for Carrie to have her baby and then they're going to come back and shoot. And I was like, great, awesome. You know, so that, you know, I was like, all right, I'm going to be in a bunch of this next season. We moved, we, you know, we moved to be closer to where our kids were going to school. It was a little more expensive. And all of a sudden the season came about and it was just like my, I don't know if it was because Trump got elected. I have no idea. It's a Washington DC show. I have no idea. Whatever happened, my, what I thought was going to be like 16 episodes was turned out to be three. So I'm like sitting there like I, I, it was pilot season. You know, I was like, you know, kind of going in feeling good about what I was doing in the room, but nothing's happening. So, uh, anyway, I finally, I had, I had a buddy with a podcast, totally different feel, more like fitness or whatever. And I was just like, I just want to do something that I control, you know, right. that I am, even if it's two people listening, I just don't want to have to wait for someone else to hire me. And, you know, the 10,000 nose theory was just basically like, if you look at anybody, like I would, as, as you were saying, people look at you, they go, oh, you're an actor. Like people in a certain context, if someone knows me from a show, they have a whole image of what my life might be. And I'm like, that's they don't not see, my life. They don't see all the, all the rejection. All the rejection, all the time you're not working, all the, you know, it's like, it's a totally different thing. It's not, it's not entourage, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so my theory was just basically if I interview people that are, you know, in our industry, but also pro athletes, entrepreneurs, people that look like they're, you know, they've got this incredible life. You start to talk to them and just go, what did, what did it take to get there? And then also, what is it really like? Like, what are your challenges? So that's, I started doing that and I, I just love talking to people, getting these stories. And then, um, one of the guests turned out to be uh, an author and he saw something I wrote and sent it to his publisher and then ended up turning it into a book, which was really cool. And then now I have this like online community. I do this thing for young actors and filmmakers where it's like a live Zoom and it's all the stuff that I talk about on the show, you know, because you'll interview like Henry Winkler or Kevin Bacon and you talk to them and Henry Winkler's like, you know, both of them, they're, they're like, I don't know what my next job's going to be. They're like, you know, I know I'm going to work, but they still have that kind of from as, as Kevin Bacon said, it's like, he's like the cuts were so deep in the younger years 
that it never goes away. Mm-hmm. So it's like every actor you talk to, like I'm shocked that you're saying you're nervous going in there, but I'm not shocked because I know the exact, you know, it's just, it's just like, it's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, now I did this thing where I had this like online community because I'm basically, I feel like I wish I had something like this when I was like 22 because I had no idea what I was doing. You yeah. know, it was like, it's like, who do you turn to? It's not like you go work in an office and you learn from the older guys. It's like, so you just like trial and error, trial and error. So I started this thing and it's been cool. It's like, it's awesome. I see, you know, young actors and filmmakers that are kind of, they're talented, but they're struggling with like the mindset part of it. Like, how do you get through the tough times? Cause it's, it's, Freaking hard. So yeah. many talented actors out there not working. I mean, look, I mean, uh, if you look at our union, I mean, it's uh, yeah. yeah that's why you take. You go. It's you're you, you feel so. You know, sometimes you get pissed off that you're not working more, and then other times you're like, holy crap, I get I get paid to basically like you know play wait. cops and robbers. You know, yeah, sometimes they you get paid to wait. You, you get paid to free. wait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, hey, I love it. Man. Shout out, yeah. I shout out ten thousand knows. knows. I, there's been plenty of times knows. over the years where, like, before we ever started doing a podcast, I would just go and click on his stuff and listen to it, and a lot of good insight and a lot of a lot of positive. One time, I was trying to raise money for the film that I'm making, and I was in a cold spell, and I'm like, "How am I going to do this by myself?" And he he called me, and he's like, "Hey," he goes, "I just I just did a whole episode about cleaning out my garage." He goes, just listen to the episode yeah. and then go clean your garage. I, I swear to God, I cleaned the garage and the next day I closed $150,000. It was insane. That's it was awesome. insane. It was an insane story. I was like, listen to you. I listened to the garage show. It's like Don LaPree, you know, remember? I, I got enough money to go ahead and make some that's, you know, and sign some That's actually you one of the coolest head, things you that you get. <laughs> I don't know how it is with this show, but I get like the, those, those emails like you were asking before, what's it like if someone comes up and says something? I get emails about the podcast that are really cool to get because yeah. those are always very specific. Super like it specific, helped someone yeah. in some like really very, very specific way. And yeah. that's like, I'm like, Oh good. All right. Like I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. Cause sometimes yeah. I'm like, I literally feel like I have like a styrofoam cup and, and a string and you got a styrofoam cup. <laughs> yeah. And there's sometimes where it's like, I would do the, those Monday morsels where I'm just like talking and I'm just freaking riffing into my, into my, laptop about some topic that I'm going through right. and you're like am I, I'm this is either really cool or I'm fucking batshit crazy That's I don't know where right before you showed up it was great alright put him in a hot seat alright uh, uh, you're on a karaoke stage mm. what song are you singing in a town without a name Oh, in a heavy downpour. Holy shit! Thought it has its own shadow. Jukebox hero. About a backstage. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> one of them. Just yeah, one guitar. You blew him away. He <laughs> <laughs> got stars in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the very next day. Oh, that's great. Fucking jukebox Straight. hero. Second hand nice. stone. <laughs> you, you you hit his tuning fork. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, what's one of your biggest pet peeves? Uh, holding the door for someone mm-hmm. and they don't say thank oh, you. Man. I almost yeah. want to shut happen, the door in their face. Happen a lot. Mm-hmm. Happen, happen You're a lot. welcome. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. Strong. <laughs> As I've gotten older and more mellow, I don't think I'd do that anymore. You know, but you know I want. What pisses to. me off recently more than most things, like when you turn on a movie and someone pulls out a fucking cell phone in the middle. Like if you're oh, watching a movie and someone yeah. pulls out a cell phone, it's like once the movie goes on, the cell phones go away. Totally. Like, I just I can't stand. Well, it. Someone takes time to put together a piece of art, and you can't give it. You know, two hours to watch. If you make yeah. the decision to put it on, just fucking watch it. Give yeah. it a chance. Don't tell me it That's sucks like afterwards when you didn't pay attention. Yeah. It's like when somebody talks while I'm listening to a song. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> One more, because I gotta say, because I did it, t- I experienced it today. Driving in the left lane oh. when you're not passing, <laughs> so everybody's stuck behind the two cars because uh, that guy in the left is just driving along. Like, so many meanwhile, there's nobody yeah. in front of either of them. Nobody in front of either of them. I did, it happened today, and I'm with my son, and I'm getting so fa- and I'm and I go by, and I'm like, he has no idea he's doing that. <laughs> They love doing that on the Hutch. The Hutch. Oh, great. That drives me nuts. The worst. When there's two lanes, the worst. Um, I think we got to go with this question. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh-oh. If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, how old are you and what's that piece of advice? Wow. Stole that from ten thousand notes. I don't like having the tables turned on me. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't even know. How does it feel now? Uh, <laughs> um. Well, I would say this is a trick question because you'd only be where you are if you did the things you did. So I, I wouldn't listen to the oh, advice. Man. But yeah, maybe. Maybe I would say when I was younger actor. I would say, you know, go, go like build another thing. Like you're not going to, you can go do this other thing and build it to come back to at like the podcast that I did when I was 45. You could kind of go do that earlier and set yourself up. Mm. Um, instead of like, doing the hook or by crook the way I did it. Sometimes yeah. I wonder if I was too, like, you know, too much of a good boy of, like, trying to, like, approach this career in a conventional manner of, like... Okay. And maybe I would say, like, you You're know... more outside the box. Yeah, go more, go more outside the box. I think I, I think I could have gone more outside the box. And I probably... I don't know if I would have listened to myself. Face yourself. What's yeah. that? And pace yourself. But you're 100 percent right, though. It, it, with even with the mistakes that you did do in the past, you wouldn't have been here without those mistakes. Yeah. Right. Right. So I did so, it the way I did it the way I did it. I'm just a, you know that's so it is. It's always like yeah. that that's person, a different take you know, on the question that we've gotten in the past. But that's a oh, different. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you you're associating the question only with. With a, a career, thing. with the career. Okay, so yeah. I could you could say that in life. In general, <clears throat> no, no, but man. he's absolutely yeah. right. If 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 you're associating that question with your career, yeah. right? But in a personal, what way? about in your personal life? Mm. What about you know uh, something that got lost, and if things were differently, you would still have that. Mm. Doesn't necessarily change you not being an actor or anything mm-hmm. like that. It really doesn't alter any of those things. I'm not a no regrets kind of guy. I have plenty of regrets. 
How could you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go to Y. I'm not that guy. I, I, I wish I could go back and do things differently and hopefully end up. I'm glad I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. And I'll be ready. <laughs> He's going to bring out like a PowerPoint when I ask him. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. Man. <laughs> He's got scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter uh, one. Yeah, um, uh, huh. I don't know. I kind of feel like my my answer would be the same. Like, I mean, all the all the shit that I did that was dumb or or decisions I made or mistakes I made, whether personal or career, they all like somehow they may have got me to where I am that uh, the the slow way or whatever, but that, that just, that's how it, that's how it worked out. I don't, I don't know. You still got here. No, I don't know. That's a great, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to call you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Is is there a movie that, that has ever made you cry? Absolutely. Um, you know, you remember, um, I'd say, you know, I'm trying to think of what, uh, oh, Kramer versus Kramer. Because that's a, you know, the champ. That's deep. The champ. I said the champ. There it is. The champ. Rudy. That guy. I want to remake that movie. (laughs) The champ? Yeah. Yeah. That should be remade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great one. I think they they kind of almost did that with Sal Paul, right? Oh, was that with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, that, was good. that was good. That was a good film. Very good film. Um, do you have a hero? My hero's me. Ten yeah. years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm chasing, Ten years from now. I'm chasing him. I'm when I get there. You know? <laughs> He'll be waiting. How many times you jacking off every week? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta up them numbers. You gotta up three times a day. Three times a day. <laughs> That's Pat's honest answer. Honest and answer. with that, Matt, thank you for stopping uh, by, man. Dom, thank you for having me. Real pleasure. Real in pleasure. The den, in yeah. person. In the, in the den. Yeah. We didn't get his uh, opinion about aliens or anything. Oh. Yeah. Couch, because couch you're the soon. only one that thinks about it. <laughs> what else am I going to think of? Thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. All right, everyone. Sweet. With Instacart, you can get groceries and more delivered from over 1,000 stores and 75,000 locations. So whether you need a massive haul from a wholesale club, everyday essentials from your go-to supermarket, or specialty items from your favorite local grocer, you can get whatever you need delivered in as fast as an hour. You can even shop for pet supplies, electronics, and sporting goods in just a few clicks. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.